Do we live in a perfect meritocracy? I teach my kids that they can do anything if they put their minds to it and do the work. I also teach them that life isn't always fair, but you can't let that deter you. I think we all try to teach our kids the value of grit and hard work. For most people, success is about perseverance and overcoming obstacles. However, it doesn't mean that we should accept the status quo and not try to improve the uneven playing field that makes it harder for some people to succeed. The idea of hard work and trying to make the environment better for everyone are not two mutually exclusive ideas. We can do both. We can teach our kids to be undeterred by obstacles while simultaneously working to make the game fair for everyone. It's called forming a more perfect union, which is exactly what the founders of our country encouraged us to do. I bring this up because last week I posted a message on Facebook that said, we get more Latino players in the NBA by getting more Latino coaches in the NBA. And we get more coaches by getting more Latinos in front office positions. Most of the comments that I got on Facebook were supportive, but I also got a few comments from some misguided people, including some Latinos who challenged my statement by saying things like, if they were good enough, they would be in the league. And ethnicity and race has nothing to do with it. The NBA is all about money, and they put the best players on the court, period. I know where these people are coming from. Like my kids, they were taught that life isn't always fair, but if you work hard and don't allow yourself to be deterred by obstacles, you'll succeed. And there's nothing wrong with thinking this way. But it's also a little naive and a bit selfish, if I might say. Advocacy isn't about making things better for yourself. It's about making things better for everyone. It's thinking in terms of the macro and not just the micro. Latitude has me connected to several sectors, including sports. Now, I'm a big basketball fan. I played in high school and college and have become more involved recently because my son also plays in college. I felt for a while that while Latinos are well-represented in soccer and baseball, they are somewhat overlooked in professional basketball. Of course, there are exceptions. Mano Ginobili recently was named to the Basketball Hall of Fame, and Jaime Jaquez of UCLA is a legitimate candidate for College Basketball Player of the Year. However, I was invited to the NBA All-Star Weekend this past week in Salt Lake City, and I got a chance to meet with agents, players, and NBA executives. I even got a few moments with a couple of owners, including Mark Cuban. I got to know some of these people last September when several of them were invited to Latitude. And I can tell you that I'm not the only one who recognizes that if we lived in a perfect meritocracy, there would be more Latinos in the NBA. A friend of mine who is a really successful Wall Street guy once told me to stop using the phrase access to capital and start using connections to capital. When I asked what's the difference, he said, I'll tell you the difference. Tomorrow, some 20-something-year-old white kid is going to raise $20 million for an idea he has for an app. And that doesn't happen because he has access. It happens because he has a connection. So there's no question that there are still biases in our society, even in sports. 
Another person who commented on my Facebook page said that if my statement about Latinos is true, why were there so many blacks in the NBA even before there were black coaches or blacks in the front offices? That actually is a great question. For whatever reason, blacks were perceived as good basketball players going back to the 60s. However, that wasn't always the case and definitely not in all sports. Football, for example, blacks were prominent a couple of decades ago in speed positions like running back and wide receivers, but not in the quote unquote thinking positions like quarterback. The NFL didn't feel any black quarterbacks for decades. Yet today, the top quarterbacks in the NFL are almost all black. Is that because blacks just got better at quarterback or was there some bias that they had to overcome? The point of this blog isn't just about sports. It's about understanding that we all should work hard like we live in a perfect meritocracy, but we should also strive to create a more perfect union, one where everyone has an equal chance and a fair chance to lead a happy and prosperous life. We can do both simultaneously. Well, thanks for listening to the blog and here's some extra comments. So I did get a chance to go to the NBA All-Star Weekend. First time I've ever done that. I didn't actually go to the game, but the NBA All-Star Weekend is like a four-day conference for the NBA. So there's all sorts of different activities. I was the guest of Gerson Rosas, who's a senior executive for the New York Knicks. And I was there with Armando and Hernan, who work with me at NARP and at Pantera Sports. And, you know, we met with an NBA Players Association, some of the executives over there. It was really terrific, and we learned a lot. There's no question that the NBA itself knows that there's much more talent in Latin America than they're currently reaching. There's a lot of players who just need a chance or need a little bit more coaching. And, you know, the NBA sees the Latino market as a huge growth opportunity for them. And they see Latitude as a platform that can help with that. But that wasn't really the purpose of this blog. I used it as a kind of a benchmark of sorts. Sometimes I put blogs out there or I put posts on Facebook and it you know stimulates a lot of activity and questions. And sometimes the people who challenge me are the very people I'm advocating for, which is interesting, you know, in business and especially in real estate, you know, we're taught to overcome objections, uh, to overcome obstacles, to never be deterred and to be relentless. And that's great. And it's a great mindset to have. But it doesn't mean that we should just accept the fact that some things in life and in our society just aren't fair for certain segments of our population. And, and and it's not just about fairness. It's also what's best for the country, because if there's talent out there, whether it's in basketball or in business or in technology, we want the people who have the most talent to get to the positions where they can have the most impact. Uh, so all of us have a stake in eliminating artificial barriers And even though we have a mindset to be relentless, doesn't mean that we have to fight against advocacy or with people who are looking for the greater good. You can be a badass entrepreneur who is relentless and is going to pursue their objectives and their goals no matter what, and at the same time, try to make the playing field 
more fair for more people. They are not mutually exclusive ideas. So we got to do a little bit better in thinking beyond ourselves. It's not just about us. It's about community. It's about country. It's about Latinos and non-Latinos as well. So this is the learning process. It's a learning and teaching opportunity. I hope you take it for what it is. I thank you again for listening to the blog and look forward to continuing the conversation.